1: The largest letdowns in political history.
2: Just have
3: fun. Keep fighting, God wins. Harris, before we begin, let me say a few words about what happened in Uvalde, Texas. Elementary school. Since I spoke last night, the confirmed death toll has tragically climbed, including another teacher and two more, three more students. Jill and I will be traveling to Texas in the coming days to meet with the families and let them know we have a sense, just a sense of their pain, and hopefully bring some little comfort to the community and shock. In grief and in trauma. As a nation, I think we all must be there for them, everyone. And uh, we must ask when, in God's name, will we do what needs to be done?
2: There it is. To, if
3: not completely stop, fundamentally change the amount of the carnage that goes on in this country.
2: Well, when you're out of office, number one.
3: To state the obvious, and Corey and a lot of other people here, I'm sick and tired. Us too. Sick and tired. Us too what's going on it continues to go on
2: us too gas prices I spent
3: my career as chairman of the judiciary committee and as vice president being a working liar for common sense gun reforms
2: consistently lying your whole as career I said
3: as a senator and a vice president
2: sniffing kids
3: Well, they clearly will not prevent every tragedy
2: stealing elections
3: we know certain ones will have significant impact and have no negative impact on the second amendment.
2: Counting cockroaches. Second amendment is not absolute. Second amendment is absolute. When it was passed,
3: you couldn't own a you couldn't own a cannon. Yes, you could. You couldn't own certain kinds of weapons. Yes, you could. It's just always been limitations.
2: Never has been. Liar.
3: But guess what? These actions we've taken before, they saved lives. No, they didn't. They can do it again. (laughs) No, we won't. The idea an 18-year-old can walk into a store and buy weapons of war designed and marketed to kill. Yep. Is I think, just wrong. Yep. It just violates common sense. Even the manufacturer, the, the, the inventor of that weapon, thought that as well. Oh, did he? You know.
2: The inventor of that weapon also didn't call it an assault rifle. <laughs> Number one. Yes, they are weapons
1: of war. They are designed to kill. That's what guns do. Guns are made so that we can, A, and first and foremost, protect ourselves from pieces of crap like you and a corrupt government like we now have. B, to protect our families from bad people that come illegally into our country from an invasion on the southern border. And C, or three, depending how you're counting, so that we can, if we need to, hunt and kill our food. Everything that guy said right now was just a lie. He could not wait until he got over the part where he said, oh, we, we really feel bad for the parents and the kids and we're going to go there and we should all come together now. Waving his hands like Stalin. Slamming his fist like Mao. Preaching nonsense, lies, and propaganda like Hitler. Joseph, the pedophile Biden, has spoken. Ladies and gentlemen, they know we're coming after their ability to kill babies, and they know that they had about a four-year window here, if they were lucky, to transform this country and radically, radically, change us into something that the New World Order has already designated for this country. And Donald Trump came along and put a big wrench in their plans. They were riding along on their little huffy bike. And Donald Trump shoved a stick right through their spokes and sent them head over heels. You guys remember that? That is what happened in 2016. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Today is May 26th, year of our Lord 2022 and tomorrow is my anniversary tomorrow is mine and my wife's wedding anniversary and having said that we will only be doing one show tomorrow as her and I have plans Friday night and Saturday day so I hope you guys can forgive me uh, but I will make sure that today tonight and tomorrow you have my undivided and full attention And we will have three amazing shows, packed full and maybe even longer than usual. But ladies and gentlemen, they are going to use this as a four-year window to get as much done as they can possibly get done. And if you thought they ever were threatening to come for your guns before, they are coming for your guns in a way that you've never seen before. The question is, what are we going to do about it and what is, go- what, is the, what is the mood of the country going to be after two years of lockdowns, a destroyed economy, a destroyed retirement, a destroyed southern border, and now our own babies can't even eat? And you've been attacking our kids for the last five or six years in a way we've never seen before as well. What do you think the mood of the country is going to be in when you come after the guns? Thank you, Patsy. I appreciate that. Now, I want to tell you something that a Florida congressman said on Twitter Florida House Representative Randy Fine tells Biden this, try to take our guns and you will learn why the Second Amendment was written in the first place. Now that is a bold statement. And here is the man who said it. Florida House of Representatives Randy Fine, ladies and gentlemen, and what a great statement to make. Randy Fine said that efforts to do so will show Biden why the Second Amendment was written in the first place. And of course, That brought all the blue-checked liberals out and said, are you threatening President Biden? Because it sure sounds like it. First of all, Rosanna Arquette, blue-checked Mark uh, Dummy, you, you are calling a man president that uh, illegitimately is in that White House. So he's not a president. He's a resident, number one. And how much did you, Rosanna Arquette, advocate for the killing of Donald Trump? Remember that. Remember the uh, the the Kathy Griffin decapitated Donald Trump head photo shoot. Remember all the plays. Remember all the cartoons. Remember all the tweets you shared from Madonna and everybody else talking about blowing up the White House. Rosanna Arquette. Wow, they couldn't stand that. And then of course, Ebony Jade Hilton, M.D. stands for Major Dummy. Let me go ahead and tag at FBI, at CIA, and at Secret Service to come scoop you up. Well, first of all, he didn't break any laws. He said, come and try to illegally take our weapons against the Constitution, and you'll understand why it was written in the first place, which is exactly right. It was written there for this exact moment in time. So it's not a threat. It's a promise. It's not a threat saying we're going to come kill you. It's a promise saying if you come and violate my one of my most sacred God-given rights given to me by the Constitution, then we're going to do what the Constitution says we have the ability and the God-given right to do, especially without due process. I think he was on to something there, folks. What about you? I'd like to give some donor shout-outs right now, if I can, if you guys would allow me to do so. These are people that donated on JeremyHarrell.com, and I really appreciate you guys so very much, along with the folks who donate on Rumble Rants as well. It keeps us in business. Brian Gallus, God bless you. Kimberly McKinn, McMinn, excuse me. God bless you. Thank you. Victoria Fangman, she says, I absolutely love your show. I've been watching it every single day since I discovered it a couple months before the 2020 election. If you don't have time, my share group still gets it, and I go back, when I have time, and she, I'm a thing. She meant if she doesn't have time, you have honestly given me hope when I didn't have any. Life wouldn't be the same without the Life from America family, which is why I wanted to read that to you guys. My husband and I are rocking our Freedom hoodies and T-shirts too. Love you, man. God bless you and stay safe, Vicky Matson. God bless you, Lisa Van Bokel. She says we were monthly donors way back, and I no longer am working. Only one income now. That being said, my husband and I still feel your show, and you are worth every penny uh, uh, we can afford. I've sent you two checks a few months back. That uh, just the, You know, this is the kind of family, and I see it every day here, folks, every day when I'm signing off. You know what I see? I see thousands of people telling each other, God bless you, good e- have a good evening, have a good day. I see people saying, thank you so, so very much to my life from America family for keeping my spirits up. They're not talking about me. They're talking about all of you. What you guys have created here is something that even large talk shows on big stations don't have. And that is unbreakable family unity. So for all of you who were there back in the here we go 30,000 live viewer Facebook days, if you're still here today, then you are the ones that chose to walk the narrow path. Do we fall off that narrow path? Every day. Do I fall off it? Every day. But we get back on because we pull each other back up on it. You are the ones that sh- that God is uh, shining down on, and you are the ones that God is giving blessings to. I can guarantee you on that one. Now, this morning, and the reason why I say that is because this morning, you did not get a newsletter. You did not get an email that had the verse of the day in it. And that's because I was actually having meetings and talking with my lawyer about the school that we are going to hopefully bring to their knees for what they did to my daughter and many other children in that school. So I want to go ahead and read to you what I was going to send to you this morning. And it comes from Matthew, ladies and gentlemen, right from the good book of Matthew. Let me, uh, oh, excuse me there. Let me read to you from the good book of Matthew what I was going to read this morning. Check this out. We're going to start from Matthew five three, and it said, "God blesses those who are poor, and realize their need for Him. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, they for they will be satisfied. God blesses those who are merciful." for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right. Listen to that part right there, folks. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right. And for all those who know better, the right thing comes from this book. The wrong thing comes from everything else. Just if you need a little bit of insight as to what is right and wrong. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you. Sound like somebody familiar? Sound like somebody we voted for in 2016? Sound like all of you? God blesses those who mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad. For a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. Daniel. Jesus. Isaiah. Elijah. Elisha. How many people stood up for what was right? and were mocked, persecuted, lied about, assassinated. Really makes you think, folks, but it also lets you know who God blesses. And I think the vast majority of you who watch the show live and who watch it later on fit that narrative. Amen? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one. We're going to get really busy today. I got a lot to go through. I think I got a lot more stories than normal because we just can't pass them up. Here we go. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those Who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. It looks like it's Kayla's birthday. Maybe we got a couple birthdays in here, but Kayla, happy birthday to you. God bless you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kayla. Happy birthday to you. And I hope you have a great birthday. And everybody else's birthday it is out there. God bless you and thank you. Oh, by the way, we are now verified on Truth Social at Real Jeremy Harrell. So if you look up at Real Jeremy Harrell on Truth Social, we are now verified there. And I want to give a big shout out to the entire Truth Social tech team. It helped me get verified. We are also verified on Rumble, verified on Getter, verified on Telegram. Really the only ones that matter, folks. The only ones that matter to me these days. So God bless you. Thank you very much for helping me um, become a, uh, a figure that can get verified so that people don't con- continue to, uh, to pretend to be me and try to raise money for things in my name. It's happened so many times. And that's why a lot of people left the show back when we first got banned from Facebook because they thought I was pulling some scam and it was a hundred other people that were doing it. Here we go. Let's get into the verse of the day. Please lift your cups up if you're ready to rumble because we need some fuel for the fire. So here we go. I want to stay on the gun grabbing topic just for a couple short segments because these communists are literally armed to the teeth to come and, ke- and take your guns and they will try to do anything they can to go outside the boundaries of the law this time they will not care about filibusters they will not care about law they will not care about constitution they will not care about anything they are going to come in a gu- on a gun grabbing um escapade like you've never seen before okay and i want to talk about uh democrat congressman eric fartwell for a minute because when asked yesterday about this very issue, uh, Eric Fartwell, Eric Swalwell, for all those who don't know that he farted on live TV, he literally said that Republicans are facilitating mass murders and mass shootings. Now, in a world where words definitely matter, look how, how, look how triggered the left gets when you were, use words like groomer. Look how triggered the left gets when you use words that hurt their narrative they hate it they can't stand it so words matter and look at how much they picked apart donald trump every single day for his words why are you using the words um china virus it's so racist why are you saying kung flu that's so racist why are you saying divisive language that's literally setting people to get uh, upset and, and, and causing them to go out and, and, and protest peacefully in the streets by killing people peacefully? Remember all that? Remember those pompous journalists in the White House press secretary room? Well, folks, when you say Republicans are facilitating mass murders and mass shootings, and you go along to talk about how you're a dad, and they start using again, just like Beto O'Rourke yesterday. These ha- that's how much scumbags these guys are. Let's go ahead and play this, um,
2: play this video from Eric Fartwell real quick, so you guys can see what I'm talking about.
3: As, as someone who spent time in the political arena, is why don't Democrats declare a culture war on Republicans on guns? As what Coach the- Kerr said there, I think it's about 86% of Americans who support background checks and the legislation that he talked about. We have background Why not go checks. on offense on these cultural issues? 65% of all Americans support Roe when you get into the extreme bills. 93% of Americans support exceptions for the life of the mother. Why not get on offense on cultural issues when you have public opinion behind your side, not theirs?
4: The public is with us, and parents want us on offense. Nicole, and look at the Republicans—they go on offense on wildly unpopular issues like taking away a woman's right to choose, and they don't care about the public sentiment. They lean in on that. Instead, we are always, always apologizing about. Well, you know, we're not trying to infringe on the Second Amendment. We're not saying gun control. You know, why don't we just have gun discipline in this country? The crazy idea that the most dangerous weapons shouldn't end up in the hands of the most dangerous people. And right now, as a parent of three young children, uh, and one of them is just starting to ask questions about these shootings, I find myself in a position where I'm lying to my kids. And and every parent in America right now is lying to their kids. If you're telling your kid they're going to be safe at their school and everything's going to be okay, it's a lie. And, And who wants to lie to their kids? But right now, the truth is, not by a policy defect but by design by design of the republican party in this country every kid in every classroom is exposed and vulnerable to a shooting and no police officer outside the classroom as we have seen is going to protect them Uh, no idea that you know more good guys with guns in the community is going to protect them Uh, and no sense of you know let's just throw money at mental health uh, is going to protect them what's going to protect them is to not allow dangerous people to have access to firearms. What's going to protect them is to not allow assault weapons in our community. And what's going to protect them is to have background checks, violent history checks on every firearm purchase. This is by design that this happens. It's not a defect uh, at all.
1: Well, you're right about one thing. It is by design that these things happen. Now this morning I put out a post that said you notice how there's no go- uh, school shootings and 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 domestic terrorist problems under President Trump but under under Democrats there are and of course I didn't mean that there were zero but of course people had to come out and be like there were school shootings i got to be i got i got to play devil's advocate here i wasn't saying that if i say that there's a fentanyl problem killing all americans And then under one president, and I say there's not a fentanyl problem under another president, it doesn't mean there's there's zero people that are dying from fentanyl. It means there's not a a problem. Under Democrats, dozens of school shootings and dozens of domestic terrorist attacks happen every single month. So yes, he's right. It is by design. Now, let's go back and talk about guns ending up in the hands of dangerous people. First of all, there are background checks. There are. Why do you think that they have an amendment where if you're a felon, you can't get a gun? Because they, 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 they realized, hey, we can give people felonies for the dumbest stuff and take away their right to own a gun. Martha Stewart has felonies, you guys. So don't just look at somebody who's a felon and say, oh, they're a bad person. The government did this by design in order to take guns. But since we're talking about guns ending up in the hands of dangerous people, I seem to remember a... Hmm, I seem to remember an operation called Fast and Furious under Attorney General Eric Holder. Now that was the United States government giving the cartel and mass murderers and drug dealers in Mexico hundreds of guns, thousands of guns that ended up in the hands of very bad people that crossed over the American border and ended up killing Americans. Do you guys remember the Fast and Furious program? But I got one better. What about this? What about the $80 billion of weapons, of military-grade weapons, and I'm talking about helicopters, Apaches, tanks, that Joe Biden just left to the Taliban? You don't think that bad guys can get their hands on weapons when they're not supposed to legally be buying them, especially when resident Corn Pop just gave $80 billion worth of seriously military-grade disastrous weapons? To the Taliban, one of the most dangerous and uh, most evil groups of people on the planet. Everything they say is a bold face lie. Everything. There isn't anything that they say that holds any water or is valid for any reason. Now, here's another person that I don't think has any validity every time they open their mouth. And again, for anybody out there, and I know there's a lot of you that are Catholic, this is not a blast at Catholicism. I am going to blast the Pope right now. So for all those out there who are Catholic, if you don't want to hear me say anything bad or harsh about the Pope, now would be a good time to just mute it or go away. But now the Pope has opened his mouth and called for gun control following the Uvalde, Texas shooting. And I find that quite odd, don't you? Because the Pope still has not opened his mouth at all about the CCP illegally detaining a Catholic priest. The Pope hasn't said anything at all about the CCP's war on Catholicism and Christianity. But the Pope decides to open his mouth and talk about issues that have nothing to do with him. No concern whatsoever, you're not an American, you don't have a say-so, period. I don't care what head of any religion you are. If you're not an American, please kindly shut your mouth and stop talking about or trying to influence with the power of the papacy laws and how we do things in our country. Thank you very much, sir. Now, it's not surprising that Pope Francis offered up his prayers in the wake of Uvalde, it's kind of to be, you know, it's, it's, it's to be expected, especially since it happened in a heavily Hispanic community, and the majority of Hispanic folks tend to be Catholic. To be fair, though, I'm sure he'd have said as much even if it were a Protestant or Jewish community, don't you? Nah, I don't think he would. Now, he could have left it right there, and we'd be good, but he didn't. The crowd in St. Peter's Square for his weekly general audience applauded his appeal, made a day after uh, one of the worst school shootings uh, in, in the United States history in nearly a decade. I am heartbroken, he says, by the massacre at the elementary school in Texas. Well, so are we. I pray for the children and the adults who were killed and for their families. So do we. It's time to say enough to the indiscriminate trafficking of weapons. He then went on to say, let us all make a commitment so that the tragedies like this can never happen again. In other words, the pontiff called for gun control in America. Now, as an American, we are proud to say that we have an obligation, one, pretty much constitutionally mandated, to tell the Pope to kindly shove off. We don't listen to the Pope, nor should we. However, This also is not unsurprising. The Catholic Church has long been in favor of gun control. Considering their stances on abortion and the death penalty, you can argue that they're being very consistent ideologically, and that's something that I can actually respect, even if I disagree with so much more. But that does not change the fact that gun control doesn't actually accomplish what the Pope and the Church thinks that it will. And all you have to do is look around every other country in the world. And if you need any other, any other validation as to whether you're wrong or right for not wanting to give up your guns, why don't you just ask the people of Canada and Australia? Ask the people, the regular everyday people in Australia, if they think that Americans should give up their guns. And I can promise you, you'll be met with a very harsh, don't do it. Don't fall into the same trap and mistake that we did. So, let's move on from that. I think we've touched on that quite enough. We've, got, uh, we've actually got a huge scandal taking place in Michigan that we need to talk about. So I'm going to take a drink of my coffee. I suggest you do the same as we're getting ready to shift gears and get into election fraud. Here we go. It seems that we have a massive scandal going on in Michigan right now, and I think we touched on the very beginning of it when we had Garrett Saldano, gubernatorial candidate for Michigan, on the other day. If you guys remember, the conversation that I had and the reason why I uh, had Garrett come on was uh, pertaining to the fact that top Republicans, top Republicans, GOP establishment Republicans, I might add, had their names removed from the upcoming ballot because they didn't get enough signatures. Former Detroit police chief James Craig is one of them and self-made billionaire businessman Perry Johnson is another. Now, we all thought that they just didn't get enough signatures. We also knew that there were some Democrats behind this and something just didn't seem right considering that the GOP establishment was pushing these two characters and they knew dang well what they did and didn't have to do. But here's the problem with GOP establishment, Democrat establishment. Here's the problem with politics as a whole. When you are an establishment candidate, like David Perdue was, you are not the ones out there knocking on doors. You are not the ones out there putting your hard blood, sweat, and tears into making sure that you are meeting the people and getting signatures from people. You hire people to do that for you. And unfortunately, when you're an establishment candidate, You do not have your finger on the pulse of America, hence you don't know who in the H-E double hockey sticks you are hiring if you are listening to people in your ear, which I hope President Trump continues to not do in the future. However, I think James Craig and Perry Johnson have no clue what's going on, and this turned around and bit them in the butt because they hired people to go out there and get them signatures. Unfortunately... They did not know who they were hiring and they were hiring Democrat operatives to go out there and get signatures. So it wasn't that they did not have enough signatures as we previously thought, because it's now being reported that they had enough signatures, but a mass majority of the signatures were fraudulent and fake. So you have to ask yourself, how could this be? How could it be that two establishment candidates, one of whom is a billionaire, the other of which has the full support of the GOP establishment, how could it be that Democrat operatives are out there getting fake signatures for them just so they could remove them from the ba- uh, ballot, just so, in their minds, Gretchen Whitmer and the other Democrats would have an easier chance to win? Let's get into this because we have a whistleblower who just whistle blew the whole freaking thing. On Monday, five of the 12 Michigan GOP gubernatorial candidates, including the two top gubernatorial candidates, former Detroit police chief James Craig and self-made billionaire Perry Johnson and three other GOP candidates for governor, were found to have insufficient number of signatures to be placed on the ballot in August. Huh, weird. Gubernatorial candidates in Michigan must submit a whopping 15,000 signatures to be eligible to run for governor. Of course, Garrett Saltano went out there grassroots... And got 20000 God bless him. The other three candidates include Michael Markey, Michigan State Police Captain Michael Brown, and Donna Brandenburg. They were notified by the State of Michigan Bureau of Investi- or, uh, Elections excuse me, that thousands of fraudulent va- uh, signatures had been identified on their nominating petitions, which placed them all in danger of being removed from the primary ballot in August. The Michigan Board of Canvassers Will make a final determination and decision on May 26th. That was yesterday, or that's today. The board is comprised of two Democrats and two establishment Republicans. Yesterday, exclusive conversation with a whistleblower tied to the petition gathering process in Michigan was had, and, 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 and it was tried to be better understood how many intelligent candidates we caught up in what appears to be a significant signature forgery scheme. During the lengthy conversation with the Michigan whistleblower, who's been in the signature gathering business for a long time, she named some of the key figures involved in the unethical and likely illegal practice of gathering forged signatures for candidates, paying them in good faith to complete their nomination petitions. The first name that was discussed was First Choice Consulting founder Sean Wilmoth, W-I-L-M-O-T-H. Remember that name, Sean Wilmoth, behind the scandal. And when she was asked to, to, to define Wilmoth's alleged role in the gathering of fraudulent signatures, specifically for the GOP gubernatorial candidates whose campaigns are in jeopardy, She said, oh, Sean owns a company called First Choice Consulting, and he just had too many clients. In addition to being overwhelmed with too many clients, the whistleblower also blamed a labor shortage for some of the unethical practices within the signature gathering community, citing an unusually long winter coupled with the shortage of workers because so many people are still getting government assistance, COVID payments. She admitted it had become a challenge to get some of the same signature required, um, signatures required for candidates with few workers she was also asked if sean wilmot was behind the fraudulent signatures and if she she thinks he's the scandalous person and she said oh yes if he's involved then it is a scandal and he's the one getting fraudulent signatures this ladies and gentlemen who i'm about to show you this is sean wilmoth let's see if i've got a better picture of him well it's about the best one i can get there he is That's Sean Wilmoth, owner of First Choice Contracting. So in other words, he and other... And by the way, he's been hired by Democrats for years to get signatures. For years. The staff of the Democrat secretary of staff does not have the right to unilaterally void every single signature obtained by alleged forgers who victimized five campaigns, said John Yob on Twitter. So this guy that was hired by Perry Johnson and by Craig to go out there and get signatures, was giving them fraudulent fake signatures, and this guy's been hired by Democrats mostly in the past. So there's a scheme going on here and a scam. But you know what? It serves them right. It serves um Perry and Johnson right. Is it Perry and Johnson? What, uh, who are the, the, the two... Uh, the two Democrats, um, but it serves them right, Craig and, and Johnson, excuse me, not Perry, Perry Johnson and Craig. It serves them right for hiring people rather than going out there and doing the jobs themselves. I hope, Jeremy, check if it was legit for them to turn him away and tell him to come back in June. Oh, yes, I did. I did check that. That was the first thing I checked. That question was asking me if it was legit that the circuit clerk sent me away and said I have to come back in June. It is legit. June 1st is the day that everybody, is the first day that everybody can file. So I did check that. That was the first thing I checked because I thought that they were screwing with me. But now, ladies and gentlemen, we have to make sure that if you're running for an uh, office, you get out there and you do what needs to be done. You go shake the hands of people. Because this uniparty swamp is deeper than we once knew. Okay? We have a lot to get through today, so I hope you guys don't mind that I take, take, uh, take a couple breaks to take a drink here because there's a lot to go through. Now we're going to go from Michigan to the state of Wisconsin. After five of the six Wisconsin election uh, commission members were investigated for felony election fraud, but yet never charged, even though the Racine Sheriff's uh, Office said that they should be. The Wisconsin election commissioner has just resigned, and of course, during his resignation and on his way out, he slams President Donald J. Trump. Of course. Let's get to the story. Wisconsin GOP elections commissioner, resigns, slams Trump on the way out the door, and the commission remains in legal jeopardy over the state nursing home ballot scandal, uh, the, the ballot fraud scandal, Scandal, excuse me. Republican Dean Nudson, a Republican member of the WEC, abruptly resigned today after serving for five years, and Nudson slammed President Trump on the way out the door, saying there was no fraud in the 2020 Wisconsin election. Hey, dummy, you were investigated by a sheriff's department and there was found to be massive fraud on your watch facilitated directly by you in email. You very, very stupid person. Come on, man. We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day goes to that loser, that rhino. What an idiot. No fraud in the 2020 election. It was proved by a sheriff's department, you moron. Anyway, why'd you resign then? What's the matter? Facing legal troubles? About ready to go to jail? Well, here you go. Call 1 800 Public Defender because you're screwed. Nudson chose to ignore voter fraud discovered by the Wisconsin Special Counsel earlier this year and by the Racine Sheriff's County uh, Sheriff's Department. The WEC, with the exception of Spindle, won literally looked the other way in the 2020 election involving indefinite, indefinitely confined and Eric's movers list. Remember that, folks? Remember the Eric system we talked about? WEC also unequivocally endorsed the illegal ballot drop boxes. Dean Nudson, a Republican for the WEC, resigns after five years on the commission, Speaking at a meeting scheduled to elect the commission's next chair, Nudson said he would continue to serve until Assembly Speaker Robin Voss appoints his successor. And of course, we know that the Wisconsin Republicans have voted not to remove Robin Voss as their speaker. How convenient. Nudson said he's received the brand. Uh, because two of my core values are to practice service above self and display personal integrity, said the liar and disgraced cheater on his way out for cheating and lying. He continued, quote, and to me, the integrity demands acknowledgement that the truth, even when the truth is painful, comes out. In this case, the painful truth is that President Trump lost the election in 2020, Lost the election in Wisconsin in 2020. And the loss was not due to election fraud. It was due, because, due to the fact that he lost to a better man. Wow. 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 These Republicans need to be exposed and they need to be outed immediately. Speaking of being outed, let's go ahead and out another scumbag loser. Republican, and I will call him that to the day I die, because that's exactly what he is. Ladies and gentlemen, why don't we just go rhino hunting? Here we go. Yoo-hoo. I'll make you famous. <laughs> rhino hunting, ladies and gentlemen, we are going rhino hunting for Chris Krispy Kreme Christy. Yes, Chris Krispy Kreme Christie has now gone full-out uh, full war on Donald J. Trump. Full-out war on Donald J. Trump. Saying that Donald J. Trump picked a fight with the wrong people in the aftermath of Brian Kemp winning the Georgia Republican primary. But I want to remind you guys all of something very, very... Um, well, you got, you got, maybe you forgot, maybe you didn't. But I want to go back and I want to remind Chris Krispy Kreme Christie exactly what Donald Trump did to them in 2016 in the Republican primary then. Watch
0: this. By
2: linking Trump to the, to the leading Democrat. Of
0: of the talk shows you got Hillary Clinton to go to your wedding.
2: That's because true. you gave her That's money.
0: True. Maybe it works for Hillary Clinton. I was, excuse it doesn't me, work Jeff. for anybody on Jeff. this on this stage. I was a this, businessman. I got along with Clinton. I got along with everybody. Yeah. That was my job to get along with people. But the same perspective. Excuse me. One second. No, I the didn't want to get Donald, oh, you take- more energy tonight. I like no. that.
2: Trump came prepared to criticize Bush as well over his stance on women's health programs.
0: I know, but why did you say? It? I heard it myself. We we why did you say? We increased child it? support. We increased child support. You Was said a you're going to cut 90%. funding for women's health issues. I have a issues. proven record.
2: Yeah, except you said it. Carly
3: Fiorina, a former Hewlett-Packard CEO who was relegated to the second-tier
2: debate last time, seized a moment to slash at Trump while presenting herself as a leader.
1: See, and that's the problem. All of these Republicans thought that they could beat Trump. And what did he do? He wiped the floor with them like they never existed. In a way, I'm glad Chris Krispy Kreme Christie has decided to come out and start throwing punches and going full war on President Trump. Because maybe, just maybe, this will be what President Trump needs to light a fire again and go after them like he never has before. Kellyanne Conway did the same thing. Kellyanne Conway did the same exact thing. And I'd like to go and read what President Trump just said about Kellyanne Conway. He said, Kellyanne Conway never told me that she thought we lost the election. If she had, I wouldn't have dealt with her any longer. She would have been wrong. She would have been wrong. Could go back to her crazy husband, writing books, and can make people say. Uh, writing books can make people say some pretty strange things. I wonder why. Got 12 million more votes than we did the first time. The most votes by far for any sitting president. The election was rigged. Period. They used COVID to cheat and steal, and the evidence and the mass is massive and indisputable. Watch 2,000 Mules. So now the entire Republican Party seems to be doing exactly what they wanted to do in 2016. They're ganging up on President Trump again, and they are coming at him full force. Why? Because they are sick of the fact that they are sick and tired of the fact that the new Republican Party is wiping them out. Chris said President Trump picked a fight with people that he shouldn't have. Are you talking about 2016 when he trounced you? Are you talking about 2020 when he trounced Biden and got uh, cheated because people like you and Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy? Who, what are you talking about, Chris? Picked a fight with the wrong people, huh? You mean the Republican Party? Well, I think he's got a hell of a lot more support than any of you do. So we're coming after you, Chris. We're coming after you. We're coming at your, after your Krispy Kreme donuts. We're coming after every single thing that you ever built and created. For this establishment GOP and we're going to tear it down worse than 2016 watch mark my words. It's happening. It is happening. Anyway, let's move on folks. Barbie Barbie is now pandering and virtue signaling to the minority of the mentally ill transgenderism folks here in the in the country. And it was just a matter of time before it happened into the toys now because that's where it is. Let's go ahead and watch what's happening with Barbie as they are now making a new transgender Barbie to model after this man, woman, Laverne Cox. Here we go.
4: so honored and excited to announce that there is now a Laverne Cox Barbie doll. Wow. Wow. I'm the latest person to have a Barbie created in their image by Mattel. Yeah. Um, the, they have this incredible Barbie tribute series with incredible people like Avery DuVernay and um, Brandy, et cetera. And I'm the latest person to be so honored. Craig, do you want to show us? Yes, yeah. our, let's oh, do it. Oh, we, we have it, have it oh here. we go. So this is it the reveal. Here. No one Absolutely. has seen this before drum roll
0: please everybody stop this is the reveal drum roll here we go
1: get ready this is gonna be the most stupid thing you've ever
2: seen wow wow look
1: at at transgender barbie I
4: (laughs) "I want her to have multiple outfits and they said to make it cost
1: effective (laughs) so people can afford it it's 40 bucks uh, retail Um, yay $40 and you can get your own transgender barbie with so many different clothes (laughs) mentally ill mentally ill and the reason why i say that isn't because look i don't care if you're gay bi straight i don't care what i care about is this trend to normalize and push it and market it and advertise it like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread when it's actually the worst Anyway, speaking of woke, speaking of woke corporations, I read you yesterday how many woke corporations have had literally the worst year ever with stock prices and their stock value. Some companies are down 40%. Look at Netflix. Look at Apple. Look at Twitter. Look at all these companies. Look at Disney. Look at all these companies that decided to go woke and they went broke. Well, folks, we are now going to pay attention and highlight the Billionaires Club, that is pumping CRT into your child's classroom. Now, these groups have been sowing seeds of CRT and educational bureaucracies since long before you ever even heard the term CRT. And it went all the way back to the Obama era, folks. A decade ago, when uh, when the Obama era initiative called Common Core convinced 41 states to give up control of their education standards, it was infamously the result of massive influence campaigned by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Now, with America's K-12 through landscape being turned upside down by equity initiatives that divide children by ethnicity and devalue rigorous academics, the culprit is much the same. Gates and the other philanthropic, philanthropic pedophile foundations. That's hard to say. That's a takeaway from the two years that people spent pouring through educational and financial records. You can see that in the book, Race to the Bottom, Uncovering the Secret Forces Destroying American Public Education. Now here's some of them tied back to Ford, Kellogg's, Gates, Annie E. Casey, MacArthur, and CERDNA Foundations. Look at the 1619 Project. Nicole Hannah's Jones 2019 New York Times series turned grade school curriculum. It might have never been seen the light if it not for the MacArthur Foundation. In 2014, the MacArthur Foundation awarded one million dollars into three grants to pro-publica uh, and left-publica and left-wing nonprofit news outlets for which Hannah Jones wrote about race. In 2017, MacArthur awarded Hannah Jones a 625,000 no strings attached grant. Kellogg's is responsible for much of the 1619 project coming out or coming together and pushing out from then until now. So you've got Kellogg's, MacArthur, the Bill and Gates uh, Melinda Foundation, the Obama Michelle Barack and Michelle, uh, uh, Michelle Obama Foundation, Zen Education. And the Hub Project. These are billionaire co- uh, corporations, folks, that are funding this education disaster of CRT and, of course, coming after your kids' gender as well. There's always follow the money. Every time you follow the money, you find out who these people really are. They're sick, they're twisted, and they need to be exposed, and people need to start fighting back. And based on their stocks this year, based on the stock value, we are doing exactly that. One more story here, folks. I apologize. Maybe we're not going long today. Maybe we got them all out in time. I want to highlight Ohio. Ohio lawmakers are killing it right now. And this is exactly what I mean by getting involved in your state and local Senate and House of Representatives, folks, because this is huge. Ohio lawmakers are advancing a constitutional amendment to 100% ban non-citizens from voting. Now you think, wow, that should be the way it is in the entire United States. Well, per the Constitution, it's supposed to be that way. But so many red and blue states do not adhere to this at all. And Ohio's had enough of it. So, let's get into this story. Ohio lawmakers have moved one step closer to deciding if non-citizens can vote in local elections after House approved uh, a proposed constitutional amendment that would put the the issue on a November ballot. Supporters said House Joint Resolution 4 would close a loophole that could allow non-citizens to vote on local candidates and tax issues in cities and villages. If it passes the Senate, it would appear before voters in November. With our vote today, we are giving Ohio's voters a very clear choice, said Representative Bill Seitz and Representative Green Township. They can either decide that Ohio should imitate New York and San Francisco by allowing non citizens to vote, or that Ohio reserves its voting rights only for qualified citizens. I am confident in the people of Ohio's judgment. The Ohio Constitution allows home rule to municipalities, and chartered counties and supporters said that uh, it could potentially be misused to allow non-citizens to vote in local elections. This is about the integrity of our election, said Representative Jay Edwards, Republican of Nelsonville. Citizenship matters. We are being proactive to ensure that our election uh, laws are clear and unambiguous. I believe this is an issue most Ohioans, regardless of party affiliations, will support. So if you are in Ohio, reach out to your congressman today, your state uh, congressman, state representatives, and your your state senate. And let them know, pass this bill in the senate. Move it to the governor's desk. Let's make sure it happens. Let's make sure that on a state level, we are not letting non-citizens vote. Amen? Big shout-out to Ohio. All right, folks. Again, I want to let you know that we are verified on on True Social now. And I wanted to show you uh, something from Brave American that I I was talking to them about that I wanted to show you guys. From Brave American, you guys, they have the framed canvases now. And you can personalize these framed canvases. You can get your last name. This one says the Johnsons, Austin, Texas, Farmhouse. You can get one that says mom, you can get one that says dad, you can get personalized canvassed frames at the Brave American. And if you go to the Brave put in promo code LFA. It helps them, it helps veterans, and it helps us. BraveAmerican.com. And do not forget Father's Day is coming up. So if you shop there or on my pillow, you're gonna get massive discounts, massive deals, major BOGO deals all by using the promo code LFA, and I would very much appreciate that. One more I want to show love to, ladies and gentlemen, is our sponsor, Anthem. They're helping a lot of small businesses right now on the American Strong Business tab on JeremyHerald.com. So if you've got a small or large business and you want to grow it even bigger, then visit AnthemSoftware.com or call 855-269-9221, and you can help them and us as we all rise together for this new conservative parallel economy. Amen? All right, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America today. God bless each and every one of you. I need a break, I need a drink, and I definitely need to get some lunch. So remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back and keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless you all. I will see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Life from America. Until then, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel. God bless you guys. See you later on. Bye-bye.